Today we talk about misconceptions in IVF. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. One of the common themes I hear when I talk to patients is that they hear things online and believe them or they have misconceptions. So today I wanted to go over some of those misconceptions and to be able to tell you if they're true or they're false and why they're misconceptions. Misconception number one, does increased dosage of medications cause your eggs to grow faster? This is a very common misconception. I have many patients come to me from other doctors and will say, oh, my eggs grew too fast because they gave me too much met. But in reality, that's actually not true. High doses of medication do not make your eggs grow faster. In fact, the way your eggs grow are really based off of your body. So for most people, by day 11, 12, they're going to be ovulating. But some people will ovulate sooner. In fact, as women get more mature, they end up ovulating earlier. Now, what can happen is sometimes some protocols called flare protocols, the medicine started a couple of days before the stim meds. And so it may appear that they're growing faster, but really you started a flare ahead of time. And so you're just two days ahead. Overall, the point is higher doses does not make your eggs grow too fast. So don't be worried. Yes, it's true that eggs that grow too fast and have to trigger very early usually are associated with poor egg quality. But the eggs growing fast themselves do not make your eggs bad. And higher doses of medications do not make your eggs grow faster. Misconception number two. Too much medication can fry your eggs. This is also a very common misconception. I have many people concerned that if they take too much meds, it's going to make their eggs poor quality, like you're heating up the pan and killing the egg. But it doesn't work that way. Matter of fact, no dosage of medication is going to ever hurt your eggs. Matter of fact, when we put donors through IVF, we give them high doses of medication, we make multiple mouth eggs, and they have no problems. So why do people think this? Well, it's really a situation of what came first, the chicken or the egg. If women require more medications to make more eggs, then their egg quality must be poor. That's why they're requiring more medication. And so then people associate that people have bad outcomes. They go, well, I had higher doses. It must have hurt my eggs. And a lot of people will hear from friends where they hear, oh, well, if you do a mini stim cycle, well, then in that situation, I got better eggs. However, this has not been proven. As a matter of fact, most of the time, it looks like there's no evidence to support this. Now, there's a financial benefit of doing a minimal stem cycle because you don't have to spend as much money on medication. If you spend $3,000 in medication and you get three eggs and you spend only $100 in medication and get two eggs, obviously it makes sense to go with a lower dosage because you're getting almost the same amount of eggs with a lower dose. But when it comes to actual quality, the eggs aren't any better. Now, there are some thoughts that maybe you're just forcing these really bad eggs to grow with higher doses, and that may be true because those eggs would have normally never grown. But the point is, higher doses cannot make your eggs worse. And so if you're a younger person, you use high doses, 
you're not going to have worse aches. You're just going to have probably ovarian hyperstimulation. But if you're older and it doesn't cost any more to use higher doses, the benefit of the higher doses are you'll get more eggs and you'll get more chances. In the end, don't worry about frying your eggs. It can happen. Misconception number three. My left ovary is doing better than my right because I'm probably doing more injections on my left side. Another common misconception. It doesn't matter whether you put the injection more on the left, more on the right, if you put it behind your arm and your leg. In the end, it all goes to the same point, which is your blood. And then it gets to the ovary. So you can't cause your ovary to make less eggs on one side because of where you do the injections. It makes sense from a common sense standpoint, and I appreciate that. But in reality, it doesn't affect it. So if you're making fewer eggs on one side, it just happens to be that your ovary is making fewer eggs on that side and nothing that you are causing. Misconception number four. You notice during your IVF cycle that you're having some white discharge. And in the past, you remember when you're ovulating, you notice that white discharge. And now you're concerned that you're ovulating. But are you? Well, the answer is no. When you're going through IVF, you're usually taking some medication to prevent ovulation. The problem with this conception is that the discharge is not due to ovulation. It's the association you have with ovulation. But really, the discharge comes from estrogen levels. But when you're going through IVF, your estrogen levels rise faster. And so normally, when your estrogen levels get to a certain point and causes the discharge, that's usually the time you're ovulating. But in this situation, the discharge will come sooner. And it will have, in your mind, you'll think you're ovulating because you associate with that. But in reality, you're not. As long as you're taking something like Cetratide, Ganarelix, Lupron, Microdose Lupron, or something to prevent ovulation. Misconception number five. Can you grow more eggs by using higher doses of medication? Now, from the common viewpoint, the answer would be yes, right? Because you think, well, when we use more medications, I make more eggs. But in reality, you're not making more eggs. In fact, what you start with is what you have. So if you have 10 follicles at the beginning and you take a lot of medication, the most you can get to grow is 10. And I get this question a lot because people will have, let's say, five follicles and they go, well, are more going to come up? But you can't make the eggs. The eggs aren't being made when you're going through. They're just growing the eggs that are already there. So the point is, is that yes, higher doses of medication can cause the eggs you have to grow. But if you don't have them, it's not going to make them grow. So if your antral follicle count is three, it doesn't matter if you go to higher and higher doses, you're probably not going to get more than three eggs. So the misconception is, is that you can develop more as you're going through the cycle. And sure, some small ones might grow, but in the end, you're not making more eggs. You're just causing the eggs that are already there to grow. Misconception number six. Since I'm causing more eggs to grow and the doctor is going to take them out, I'm probably going to go into menopause earlier. Well, not exactly. See, the eggs that we're removing and the eggs that we're growing are the same eggs that we're going to die anyways. Every month, although you release one egg, you make multiple eggs to get to that one egg. We're just forcing those other eggs to grow that were already going to disappear at the end of this month. And so you won't go into menopause any earlier because you didn't lose any more eggs. 
We're just having to remove them from your body versus them undergoing a process called atresia where they just die off. Misconception number seven. A lot of people associate IVF with ICSI and they assume that you have to inject the sperm into the egg, but you don't. Matter of fact, many people do what's called standard insemination where we just put the sperm on top of the egg instead of injecting in. So the point is, IVF does not mean ICSI, intracytoplasmic sperm injection. It's something that we add on, but it is not something that is part of IVF. Misconception number eight. A lot of misconceptions is that ICSI, which is intracytoplasmic sperm injection, is better than standard insemination. But in reality, standard insemination actually has usually better fertilization rates. The only thing ICSI does is make sure that the sperm gets in the egg. But ICSI rates usually are around 70%, whereas standard insemination rates are around 80 plus percent. Misconception number nine. This misconception is likely due to doctors and not due to patients. Many patients will ask me, can you ever get two eggs from one follicle or potentially no eggs from a follicle? And there's actually doctors out there who will say things like, oh, that the follicle was empty or, oh yeah, they might have got two from that. In reality, you really get one egg from each follicle. And there really are no such things as empty follicles. There's a very rare syndrome called empty follicle syndrome, but it's extremely rare. But usually, if you go in a follicle, you get an egg, unless it's not really a follicle. Misconception number 10. Many people think that we freeze embryos or we freeze sperm, and that actually was true in the past. In the past, we used to actually get the temperature colder and colder and would freeze them, but the problem is it created crystals that would hurt the embryos. Nowadays, we do what's called vitrification. Vitrification actually doesn't freeze the embryos. Remember, they never even become solid because we dehydrate them, and then we get them very cold, but they're just moving very, very slow. Matter of fact, vitrification comes from the word vitrify, which is glass-like. And so basically, these embryos and sperm are like glass. They're moving extremely slow, but they're technically not frozen. And for that reason, they don't develop crystals, and they don't have as many problems. Just like glass, glass is not a solid. It is technically a liquid. And technically, the embryos are just moving very, very slow. Hopefully, you found this podcast fun and also informative. Um, These are common things that people ask me. I thought it'd be a good little podcast to uh, put together. As always, if you ever have any questions or would like me to do certain topics, please feel free to reach out to me either on Facebook. You can send it to tbft at newdirectionfertility.com. Or you can always just reach out to me on TikTok. I'm more than happy to do a subject that you prefer. As always, if you love us, please give us a review. Tell everyone about us. And until next week, this is Talk About Fertility Tuesday.